0: This is happiness solved with america's happiness coach sandy scarlotta
1: hello everyone and welcome to today's episode i am so happy you're here happiness solved is dedicated to giving you content that is empowering motivational inspirational and of course a dose of happiness It is my way to give back to the world and share other people's stories. This thing called life can be challenging, and my guests share their amazing stories, wisdom, and life lessons that demonstrate anyone can choose happiness. You see, happiness is a journey, not a destination. I'm Sandy Scarlata, America's happiness coach, author of Happiness Solved. I'm a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach, a gold medalist in ice dancing. I've been a certified life coach since 2004, and I have been inspiring others to shift their mindset and choose happiness for over 20 years. As we approach the holiday season, please make sure you take the time to take care of the most important person in your life, you. If you find yourself feeling negative, stressed, overwhelmed, or any other negative emotion, stop and take some really deep breaths in through your nose, and out through your mouth. Then, I want you to think about everything you have to be grateful for. You can use this exercise to start your day and to reset your day at any moment. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so grateful for you. Hello, Riley Meek. How are you today? So great to see you.
0: Hey, Sandy. Yeah, I'm doing great. Great to see
1: you. What a great smile. Like your your face just lights up. Like I can feel your positivity.
0: <laughs> I've been told I've had a face for radio, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a face for radio. What's that the, the younger folks say?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into everything that you're doing. It sounds like you're just doing so many amazing things. And I want to talk about your books and you have a three-book series coming out, I understand, sometime soon. But before that, I love hearing people's stories. And we all have a story of how we got to where we are today. And for you, what was that pivotal moment in your life where you were like, I need to inspire people. I need to spread this message that I have inside of me.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's actually been about three years ago is all now. Um it had been fall of 2019 and it was sitting, you know, not in, in just the other room in the the house that I'm in now, my wife and I, we had just moved. Uh, we live on a, a beautiful lake home here in Minnesota. And from the outside looking in, you would think, I mean, I heard this a lot. It's like, it, it must be nice. And uh, little did any of those people know, I just had this this overwhelming feeling of of just complete unfulfillment mm. in my life. And you know, I was only thirty four at the time, so I'm still you know pretty young. but I've just if anybody that's that's had that feeling or even is is currently feeling that way right now, you just know like, man, there's just there's got to be something more. and Financially, we had done very well over the last, you know, fifteen years or so. We've done nine figures in 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 revenue within our, our all of our different companies that we've started. And for me, it was just this time where it's just like, God, is this is this really what I was created for? Is just to like go go run businesses and start companies? And there's nothing against that by any means, but this was really when I had that that aha moment that I realized that you could be incredibly successful at a lot of things. And still feel like a failure if you're not operating for the the God given intended purpose of why you were created, and and I use the analogy like I have a home gym here. I have a, a treadmill in my home gym that is incredibly successful at hanging my clothes. <laughs> right? It's it's extremely successful at doing that. But the manufacturer's got to be shaking their head like, no, that's not what I created that for. So. From the manufacturer standpoint i would i would argue that 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 product is is failing <laughs> right it's not operating for that god-given intended purpose of, of why the manufacturer created it and that's exactly how i felt and i realized while i was seeking success in in mostly monetarily and in different things that i could build because you know from a financial standpoint that's an easy thing to track um but it was really like that thrill of the hunt for me even I mean, as an entrepreneur, it's just like that's kind of what gets us going. It's just like the 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 idea that I can build something or take something from from A to Z. And that's what I love to do, but just knowing that my fulfillment wasn't really coming from the doing of it. Uh, and that's when I, I thought back to some of the most impactful times in my life, Sandy, were where at a you know, at the age of like 18 and 19, I had just such an incredible group of of guys that, you know, of community, of of tribe that I just, we just, we did life together. I mean, we, we were, we witnessed out uh, to the the poor. We went and fed people on the streets. We just did incredible things together. And I just thought, man, I want to, I I didn't have really any friends in my life at that time a lot of acquaintances, right. But not anybody that I I felt like I, I had that true bond with, like I did back then. And, and, you know, just knowing the, the space that I'm in now, I just kind of scanned the, the horizon and was like, is there a group of people out there like this? And I didn't see it. I, and I've been a part of a lot of different masterminds mm-hmm. and, and business groups, um, which are all great, yeah. right? But it wasn't, there wasn't like a focal point or a foundation that I, I felt was was really rooted in, in truth and, and, and able to give back and serve. And so that was just kind of the early stages of of us starting um, one of our companies now, but it's really my primary focus of, of what I just love to do, um, which is the King's council. And, and that's our, our coaching company for entrepreneurs. We're a faith-based coaching organization on, you know, we, we coach business. Um, and really I think give, give entrepreneurs, you know, cr- Christian entrepreneurs, the freedom to operate in their gifting and, and, and not feel like it's, you know, bad or not feel guilty that that they have an incredible gift to go crush business and, and create wealth and it's actually needed for to, to fulfill some of these God-given purposes and visions that are laid on on our hearts because the number one killer of, of every vision, Sandy, is lack of pro vision and and that's where the King's Council really has come into comes into play and gives people that that I don't even know maybe permission is the word to go actually truly walk in. That, that provision to ultimately fulfill that vision that people have for their lives.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. And that, what a great name, the King's Council. I love that. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so I kind of, like when you were talking about that and I agree with everything that you said, how much is an entrepreneur's mindset when it comes to fulfilling their purpose? I mean-
0: oh, I, be- I believe it's everything. It's everything, everything right? I, yeah. <laughs> yes, because- most of us are, you know, whether it's good or bad, we are the products of our environments, and and usually the product of of the environment that we grew up in. You know, unsolicitedly, like we're we we think the way we think, we we act the way we act, usually because of what we grew up with, and and until or maybe unless you've actually audited your own thoughts, you've just accepted it and you've lived that way up until this point in your life and at an early age when i was 15 that's when i actually first started to have an understanding that i could think about the things that i think about and question uh, healthily like question why why do i i think that way about this and and really it just came down to i realized that there were certain things that i just had stirring inside of me that i that i wanted Right. And from a young age, it was for the most part, it was about I wanted to go make a ton of money because I wanted to do <laughs> what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, where I wanted to do it, with who I wanted to do it. And I knew money was going to afford me some of those uh, abilities to be able to do so. And so what I did is I just looked for the fruit in other people's lives that I wanted, and I just started to go be around them. Um, and, and I learned a lot through that process. But the biggest thing that I learned was. It, it opened up my I, I eyes to really an understanding of why do those people think differently than, than what I grew up with. And I grew up in a small, small community in, in South Dakota where it's like you just – you go to school and you either become a farmer or uh, you, you maybe go to college, and but you don't necessarily move out of your community or anything beyond that. It's just like that's just your lot in life. Right. right and and when i started to question that and and choose to do different things i think that's the biggest thing i mean a lot of us live a life by default and i chose to start to design my life and i wanted to live a life by design versus default and it all started with the the realization of the thoughts that i that i had in my life and then ultimately realizing that i could choose actually the way i think like our our perception is our reality exactly <laughs> uh, and and that's that's you know your perception is yours mine is mine but it's it's real to us but the cool thing is, is that we can change it the moment that we choose to change it mm. and and the power that that has in our lives is just absolutely incredible um, especially as as an entrepreneur yeah. right because there's a lot of a lot of negativity that you could focus on but i, I started to really choose to look for you know, when it comes to opportunities, I like, I like to look for the opportunity and the risk where risk averse people are going to look for the risk in the opportunities They're I mean, they're similar things, basically they're the same thing, but it's how we're looking at them, the perspective that we have, that's going to allow us to make the next decision in our lives.
1: Mm. I just did a talk on that on stage. Um, change your perception, change your life. Like that's like my game. <laughs> We have a lot of similarities and it was interesting because I was looking through your website and, um, I have a book coming out probably it'll be next year sometime. And I saw the title of it in, in your coaching paragraph. I was like, oh my gosh. Awesome. (laughs) And it's called the champions, my champion mindset. Oh,
0: beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. But um, no, I'm a retired U.S. national and international figure skating coach. And so I do work with a lot of athletes. I coach amateur athletes and as like a sports psychology coach, if you will. But I looked at that. I was like, wow, like we are like on the same wavelength here. That's so cool. Love it.
0: Love it. Love it. (laughs) So
1: let's um, let's talk about your books. Yeah. Yeah. I know I was just pulling getting the page up on your website. So um, food for thought. Is great, mm. great title. Talk about that. Let's start with that one.
0: Yeah, so that was my the first book that I had written was Food for Thought, um, which is kind of a an interesting title because like people might not know what it is, and and that's actually why I chose it. The tagline is extremely long, and that's uh, Food for Thought: How to use dinner seminars in ways you never thought possible, <laughs> right? And, and ways to grow your business in in ways you never thought possible, and that's really uh just a, a background on myself with one of my you know I I done a number of different things from sales and entrepreneurship st- standpoint up until uh the age of like 24 25ish and and that's when I was opened or introduced to this concept of selling one to many mm-hmm. and it rocked my world i was like because everything that i had done prior to that was selling one on one and it can be emotionally you know draining yes. when you're trying to take somebody from a to z and then ask for the sale and it's like okay and as much as i love the idea that i love to work with people and but i was kind of pitched this concept that you earn what you're worth and your earning ability is uncapped and i never really bought into it based upon the amount of time in a day And, and when i saw this concept of of how to leverage marketing dollars but then also your time it was like inventing fire for the first time for me, and I was like, I was hooked, Sandy. And I, and I thought, holy cats! If if I, I I sat in on a guy's presentation, he had like twenty four people in a room. He delivered a mediocre discussion, and at the end of it, he just asked for an appointment for people to meet with him the next day, and then that's when he made the sale. I was like, holy cow! He he got seven appointments. I thought, if this guy can do this, I'm going to get rich. <laughs> and, and that was really like, I, I took those concepts and and started to put them into practice. Um, mind you, I had 673 bucks in my bank account at this time. So I wasn't coming from a place of abundance, but my mindset was there. Like I knew, I, I saw something and I thought I could do that. And and then it was just a matter of investing my, my time, energy, and effort. I had to invest some marketing dollars. And I started to understand this process of, of why people make decisions, how they make decisions, and, and really this concept or understanding a social dynamic that takes place in any given situation, right? And, and how to use it, for, whether it's a, a one-on-one situation or in a group, there's a social dynamic that's taking place there and how to actually use that in your favor to create an environment in which people just want to make a decision. And that's what I became pretty good at. Uh, And that's how we've done the the nine figures in in sales and all sorts of different industries from, uh, you know, home remodeling, solar, insurance, uh, medical, uh, financial, I mean, all all over the board, um, we've done this. And that's when I realized, you know, rather than me just creating another business, couldn't could I teach this process to somebody? And that was the start of the social dynamic selling system. And really when I, I wrote this book as a way for people to understand the power of leveraging using dinner seminars to, to present your products and services to a group of people. And, and that was my first book that ultimately then led into intentional influence, which is more along the the, the sales side of it. So food for thought was like, okay, how do I fill a room um, and then speak to a group of people? But then we went next level with intentionally influencing uh, d- d- you know, people in a, in a decision-making process. And I, I want to be clear on this, not manipulation. I, I mean, n- nothing along those lines, but creating an environment where people want to make a decision. Cause at the end of the day, most people, I'm sure you know this, Andy, like most people procrastinate. We're just, yes. that's just, we are in, in nature. That's just what we tend to do. And at the end of the day, my, my true, Servant heart is is I want to help people make the best decision for themselves, knowing that it might not be my product or service, but at least I helped them make that decision, and and that's what we really teach in the, in this process. Understanding the power of, of body language and and the tonality that we use, um, and how all of that affects the uh, the mood or an environment that allows you to create a comfortable environment for people to make a buying decision. Again, whether it's yes or no. That's dependent upon what your product or service is and in the individuals involved, but we teach these concepts through this book called Intentional Influence, and and uh, that that then was kind of kind of my two fir- my first two books on, on marketing and sales, which has now led into what I'm mostly passionate about. What I'm really really excited about is the the Kingdom Entrepreneur series, and we did just launch uh, book one. The Kingdom Entrepreneur, the Seven Day Blueprint, uh, which is really uh, how to create anything. I, I I believe God, the Creator of the universe, the ultimate Creator, has has created us to create. And unfortunately, I think society and uh, just what's taught in culture kind of muzzles that, or or uh, puts a lid on that, or prevents us and teaches us not to be creative. Uh, an interesting fact: in 1913. Sandy, ninety-seven percent of Americans were entrepreneurs in 1913. They they worked for themselves, self-employed in some fashion. And now, it's completely reversed. Only three percent are actually entrepreneurs. Ninety-seven percent of us are employees. And you know, nothing wrong with being an employee, but it's the mindset that is is behind that thought process that we really try to break down. And and open up ideas uh, in this this book, this first book here of the Kingdom Entrepreneur Series, to really help people become creative again to pull those ideas and, and, and um, uh, thoughts out of us to, and, and call it again, give permission to be able to walk in those confidently on how to create whether it's a business or maybe it's your own book or uh, maybe you want to you know build a nonprofit or a hobby, whatever it is. There's a template behind being creative, following the God-given blueprint that he's given mm, us. Yeah,
1: so true. And I think that a lot of that is just security, right? People need that security.
0: Yes. Uh, from a, Are we talking back that, that to the to, mindset?
1: Well, yeah, we're, we're going back to mindset, yes. but why, why m- most people are an employee and not an yes. entrepreneur because it's it's that rich dad, poor dad, right?
0: <clears throat> yeah, which is so interesting because I, when I think that, and this is just maybe I think part of the the root of these these mindsets that we have. When I think of somebody else putting a value, I, you know, I worked a job, an eight hour job for eight hours when I was fifteen. Minimum wage in South Dakota was five dollars and fifteen cents an hour. Uh, this is back in the olden days, right? Like <laughs> two thousand and one, um, <laughs> and and. Um, I worked that eight hour shift and i I quit the afterwards I did the math in my head and and I didn't quit out of a, a process or a heart of like arrogance. it was more of like I felt that my time was worth more than that mm-hmm. again, not arrogantly, but what what really got me, sandy was that I allowed somebody else to put that value on me meaning that person valued my time as five dollars and fifteen cents an hour and I thought I can provide more value to the marketplace than that. And that was my, my last day. And back to that security, I thought my mindset on that is if somebody else is in control of my earning ability, I don't think I feel like that is the least secure position is <laughs> impossible, right? Like if I'm working an hourly wage and I'm, I'm salary and I'm literally one email, one phone call, one meeting away from them cutting me, that's not secure at all. But it comes back to our mindset thinking. Well, my my worth and my value and my secure is in somebody else, versus your mindset is no. You you are your business. You are you should be the CEO of your life number one. And with that, the value that you bring to the marketplace can ultimately be. You know, you can now receive funds and 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 uh, money for that. Uh, if that's your, if, but it, it starts in your mind first, right, right? It, right? If if you build it, they they do not come, right? You've got to you got to start with the end in mind, knowing of what what you're building and what you're building for or towards, then ultimately you can start to receive money or monetarily receive rewards for the value that you're actually bringing.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. So what what would you tell someone that is saying, yeah, you know, I I I, I want to be more creative. I want to start this you know, how would you, how would you like recommend they do that if they've, you know, got to support their family, like things like that. Like, I'm just curious just because I, I want people to hear this because I'm thinking of people's objections and I want you to just address those in advance. Right. Yes. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, first thing I want to encourage anybody, if you're, if you're feeling that way, if you're like, man, I just know that I'm called to There's something more. Congratulations! Like I I feel like I just got goosebumps, literally, just thinking because that that just gets me so excited for for the young entrepreneur, not age dependent at all. You can be in eight. I've worked with gentlemen in their eighties starting their own business, their very first business. Okay, and then I've worked with my daughter's ten. We're we're starting her business. Like it doesn't. The age is irrelevant. Now you may be young when it comes to entrepreneurship, and that's so so stinking exciting. Uh, it to i just i remember the these days early on of just the you don't know what you don't know right. which is very exciting but very overwhelming as well and i just want to encourage you listening to this if that's you you're in a phenomenal position so just buckle up and and get ready for this <laughs> thrill of a life because that's that's really what entrepreneurship is if you actually look at the root word of entrepreneurship sandy it means to undertake mm. that's most people think if an entrepreneur is like a business owner or a CEO executive. No, no, no. the The root word, the French word "entreprendre." I don't speak French. That's pretty um, good. Though. But <laughs> the root word, of that, <laughs> the root word means to undertake. Okay, that's it. And so, even if you're an employee right now, you're getting paid an hourly wage, a salary of some sort. You can still have an entrepreneur mindset, yes. an undertaker mindset. Like, am I willing to undertake? You can be a stay-at-home dad, a mom. You, it, it, the 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 money is irrelevant. It's are you willing to undertake the task at hand? And if that's your heart, then we've got something to work with. So, what I would what I would encourage people then to do is go through. I mean, if it's all right with you, I'll make the sure. book available for free to your listeners to go through this book and and. Day 1 is is vision, right? It and it, we spend a decent amount of time of just understanding like what what do you want to do? Right? And and let's understand the reasoning behind it. And and the cool thing is is that your vision first off, it's going to be very cloudy, right? But action brings clarity in everything that you do. Even if it's the wrong action, at least you found out quicker than not taking action at all. And and then from there I think the number one component to entrepreneurship when it comes to even mindset is getting around like mind people, mm-hmm. not like minded because it doesn't do us any of us any good. If we're only around people that are, are yes men or women that only think like we think Then I don't want, I, I want to be the dumbest one in each room that I enter in. Like that's my my goal. and And I know that There are times in my life where I will be the smartest one, but that's also the point when I'm going to now level up and choose to get into another room. And from the age of 15, this is what I did. I had to figure out, okay, if again, where's the fruit that, that that's out there that I wanted, I wanted the big house. I was just trying to find people with big houses and I wanted to go be around them and figure out how they did it. (laughs) And sometimes I paid money to be in those rooms. Sometimes I, I, I had a seat at the table, sometimes I had to serve water at the table, but I just got myself in that environment so I could start to glean and learn from them. Because in order, to, if we have an understanding of, of I've mentioned fruit, I, when, I, when I wanna be, what, I, what, I, what I'm referencing when I say that is like, what are you producing? What it, what's the fruit that you have in someone's life? And if you think about a tree, let's take an apple tree for example. An, an apple tree does not grind. It doesn't hustle. It doesn't do anything more than any other tree. What, but the number one determinant of, of the type of fruit that that tree is going to bear or how fruitful it's going to be is where it's planted. And, and we all have seeds of greatness inside of us, Sandy, every single one of us, every listener, no matter their, what their mindset is, their thought process is right now, they have that seed of greatness inside of them because greatness created them. right? I believe our, we're all created by a creator and he placed that seed inside of us. But the ultimate determinant of if that seed will ever take root is what we surround that seed with. Mm. Right. Is it what's the soil like? What type of things are, are you listening to podcasts like this one? Are you reading books? Are you getting around people that that are are pouring into you, not discouraging and telling you you can't do it or that's a dumb idea, or uh, but but they're actually uplifting. That the, the like mindset that I was referring to is that my mindset is that I am continually growing until the day that I die, because I, we are either progressing or we are regressing. I don't believe that there's any sort of like staying stagnant like there's there's not even like plateaus you're still either there may be a moment in your life where it's like okay doesn't seem like things are going but are you actively waiting right are you ready are you prepared to take a, a step when called upon and and if we know if and that's our mindset and we can surround ourselves with people like that you have nothing you have you have zero chance of failing right and and i'm saying this because naturally in but it comes to the mindset. I, I'm Again, I'm a firm believer that there's no such thing as failure. There's only feedback. Yeah. So if, if I know that even if I make a bad decision, the wrong decision, uh, I just flat out mess up. Great. I learned what not to do. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm going to now take my mindset is like, cool, check that one. I'm not going to do that again. And now what can I do? And if I'm surrounded by cheerleaders and people that will help me pick me back up, there's zero chance that I'm going to continually fail at some point. I will make it. But you got, but the, the point is, is that if you're not planted in that type of circle, it's going to be a very difficult road ahead. Right. And and I will tell you from an entrepreneurship standpoint, if you want to go fast, sometimes it's easier to go alone, but I don't think many of us are, are looking for that quick high in a, in a very quick low. And, and believe me, I've done that many times in my life. I realized that if I wanted to make true impact in a lasting difference, the only way that i could do that is i wanted to go far and the only way to do that was to go together and and that was surrounding myself with with people like like in the king's council people like you sandy that are are here to to be our support system and knowing that yeah sometimes i'll, I'll be your support system and, and vice versa but we are here with this mindset that we're going to continually grow provide incredible value to the marketplace and then ultimately we're going to get paid well to
1: do so yeah. as we should yeah. Well, what's that saying about, you know, change, right? Right. You you know, things, everything is constantly changing. And the only constant is change. The only constant is change. Thank you. I was going to Google it real quick. And (laughs) I was like, oh, you can probably just tell me. Um, But but that's just, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to always be growing. And oh, my gosh. So you mentioned that the listeners could get a free copy of that. And how can they do that?
0: Yeah, if they just went to, um, well, how about this? I'll do if they text the word uh, seven, S E V E N, or even the number seven. We'll set it up that okay. way. Okay. Uh, if they text that to seven two seven four seven two three eight six zero, okay, I will. Uh, we'll create an autoresponder. It's already set up, actually, I believe, that, that will come back to them, and it'll be a, a PDF download. If they want a physical copy, they'll have to buy that. That's on Amazon. Um, but otherwise, I'll, we'll, it'll be a, a download that you can read right on your phone or on mm-hmm. your. you can print off if you wanted to. But that'll give them full access to the, the seven-day blueprint. Fantastic.
1: And I noticed on your website, just for the listeners out there, if you're driving and you don't have a pen, go to... Um, Riley Meek, r y l e e m e e k dot com, and you have the, that same text number there.
0: Oh yes. on your website, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Sam. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I think we could probably talk for hours, but I usually try to keep these these uh, conversations to under thirty minutes. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap it up today?
0: You know, I made a comment, uh, said action brings clarity, mm-hmm. and, and I wholeheartedly believe that. And, and with that, know that not, not every action, you're not going to win every time, right? That's just, but I think, I think Michael Jordan said this best, that he's never lost a game in his life. He's just ran out of time, <laughs> right? Because his mindset was like, because he's going to outlast, he's going to outplay them. Sure. And so while action brings clarity, reaction reveals character. And so, what happens when you take action, and then you find yourself uh, in a—you know—maybe you went into debt, you made a bad business decision, or uh, you spent money where you shouldn't have? Your reaction to that is the true revealer of who you are, right? And this is again back to that community, making sure that you're you're surrounding yourself with those like-minded people to to help you in those situations. Seeking counsel from those that have gone before you was—I mean the biggest probably one of the the biggest things that I did early on was just I wanted to be around people that that had gone before me. I wasn't looking to reinvent the wheel on anything, That's right. right? If yeah. if, there, if there's a system and a process in play, I just want to get in, be a cog on that wheel and let's get into this thing. And and that was a a a, a big determinant of some of my early success that it allowed me or afforded me the ability to do what we do now. And so action brings clarity but your reaction reveals your true character
1: yeah oh my gosh i love it well this was just amazing um for the listeners out there definitely go to his website pick up his books text that number which i'll put in the show notes to get your free copy of the seven day blueprint is that the correct title that's correct awesome. yes all right riley it has been such a pleasure speaking with you and thank you so much for what you're doing and just spreading your message with the world and We need so many more people like you. So, thank you. Yes, thank you. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe, and that your lives are filled with peace joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone.